0: V-Shift is taking clearer and clearer form as we've begun digging into the heart of Street Fighter V's updated meta. And while different types of characters may benefit from this new mechanic in different ways, we may have come upon the common thread that illuminates what kinds of abilities and styles are going to be most effective here in Season 5. Dream King joins in on the fun on this week's episode of the Event Hubs Podcast. Alright, welcome back to another episode of the Event Hubs Podcast. I am John Catalyst Gray, and with me as always is John Velociraptor Guerrero. Hello, hello, happy Wednesday, and welcome Stephen Dream King Chavez. We did not plan on having him on this week, but then last minute meeting before the actual recording, and we're like, hey, you know, it'd be good to have Stephen on. Let's see if he's available. He was available. Welcome, Stephen.
1: Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here, and uh, last minute planning kind of thing. I'm I'm with it, man. Let's Let's do it.
0: Yep. and uh, Okay,
2: so this is I, I need to set this up a little bit here because uh, Stephen is, uh, we, we love calling him our Rich Evans, and shout-outs to Red Letter Media. <laughs> you either get that rev, uh, reference or you don't, but um, one of the things about when John and Stephen work together is these two bastards come up with incredible stuff, and I don't know if we're going to have to bleep out the word bastards or not, but I, I'm, I'm- I wasn't <laughs> going to. Okay, good. I think Let's, we're hardcore enough. Yeah, that's good. That, uh, okay, so these two <laughs> bastards, anyway, um, <laughs> if you go back and look at our website, you will see that these two guys documented- net- code issues in Street Fighter V. And the moment that they did that, Capcom actually jumped on it uh, and and did some stuff to kind of tweak it and, and, you know, got it better. This was specifically with the PlayStation. And, and, you know, other people talked about it, but like when these guys jumped into it, Capcom really took notice of it. And that is actually a bit of a history here where when John and Steven agree, which doesn't happen a lot, but when they (laughs) violently agree with each other. It's usually something very special, and that's I saw something like that happening today, and it's coming in here about V shift so I'm going to immediately turn it over to you, John.
0: What are you seeing with V shift right now? Uh, first, I want to ask Steven what his favorite color is uh, I like red yeah, I thought you uh, blues the best color you're, you're wrong <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I wanted. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Venom's blue, for sure. Uh, uh, Steven, before we jump too far into this, though, and I, and I have plenty to say on V-Shift, and I, and I don't even know how to set it all up, so maybe I'll just defer over to you really quick. Uh, you had some stuff you wanted to ask John before we got too far into the weeds here.
1: That's right. Yeah, so, John, uh, I have a little bit of a gripe to pick with you here. Um, oh. Yeah, usually whenever we play and I have a really bad set, or whenever I play ranked and I have a really bad set, which is a lot of times... You want to talk endlessly about it afterward, and you won't shut up about it, and you'll just let me know everything that I did wrong when I know I did it wrong. I know I did that (laughs) stuff wrong. I hate myself for it, and you never want to stop talking about it.
0: Stop teching. It's like, I know. Yeah, I know. Dude, it's (laughs) lagging.
1: Leave me alone, right? But then on the flip side of it, when I do something well, when I play well and have breakthroughs, I text you and you just go, cool. Congrats. And you have zero follow-up. You don't want to talk at all about it. And I'm like, dude, what dude, the hell, man? I'm trying to talk about this stuff.
2: You had a day off yesterday. Like, okay, so... He, like, you Steven, cared
1: about my day off and calling me on my day off. Come on, man. Dude, dude,
2: I I, you, you, I, I tried to tell, like, okay, so Steve and I are working on a bunch of house stuff. He's, he, And I'm like, dude, like, if you want to talk, like, let me know. I'm like, no rush. And he immediately texts me back, and because I, like, reminded him, like, hey, if you want to talk, let me know. And he, he sent this, like... Passive aggressive group text back to me and John, and he's like, Look at where Catalyst said no rush, call me back, and here he is rushing me. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) and and guys, just so you know, this is completely us like, this is what behind the scenes event hubs looks like. They're just total petty, (laughs) like, um, we act like children and like half the time to each other because this is like it. I I was just sharing a story about penis shrinkage, uh, where there's pollution and stuff in the air, and it's like it's in the news, you could look at it right now, like, people, scientists are claiming. Your penis will shrink if you're in pollution. Uh, I know I have just scared every single male that's listening to <laughs> our podcast right now. But this is the kind of stuff we do behind the scenes, and it's, it's—I I swear, Stephen and I have a running joke that. Uh, we're both going to be eighty years old, and we're going to be ar- arguing about Abigail and Menat still. It's like going to be like Abigail the third, like gr- you know great grandson or something like that. And it, it's uh, this is this is event hubs. This is what we do. Um, yeah.
1: and, and John, I love that you just proved my po- my point here because I wanted to talk about Street Fighter Five and the things that I'm seeing, and you went straight to penis shrinkage. So clearly, you deflected there as well. So that's okay, a, sub- subject subject shift. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh That's like the last thing on everybody's mind at this point but let's uh <laughs> let's course correct a little <laughs> bit here um, okay so the uh, the setup for this week when we were talking and sort of in the uh, the writers room so to speak and trying to figure out what exactly do we want to talk about um, still exploration of season 5 of Street Fighter 5 and as we're tr- you know mining and, and figuring out what it means to, to be playing in this updated meta and who's the strongest character and who's not and all that stuff And we kind of were like well let's let's go back there's still more to talk about when it comes to the best character in the game because tier lists have been coming out and we have our own opinions we've been playing the game quite a bit and that's where we sort of started but as i was going through my notes um i I started to get more into how the v-shift mechanic is truly affecting characters and those that have seemingly floated up to the top um, are using v-shift but also i'm noticing that the kinds of characters that are up there uh, are, are not the same types and probably wouldn't use or, or rely on v-shift in the same way, right? Because we have someone like Monat, a zoner, but then we have someone like Cammie, uh, like a crazy rushdown character. Uh, we've been talking about how Abigail's up there, and he's kind of like a brawling, grappling type. And, and I much more emphasize the brawling, and we'll get into that later um, for, for what's going on here. Because I do think that V-Shift, if it's hurting anyone in particular, it's, it's the grapplers. Um, but my point is, there's a lot of different characters, different character types floating to the top. And it doesn't seem to be very helpful to say something like V-Shift benefits Monat. Well, why? Well, because she can get away and and she's a defensive zoning character and she thrives on this, you know, hit and run sort of style. And with V-Shift here, her ability to basically um, whittle your life bar away tends to be more effective than your ability to get in and stay in on her. It's like, well, yeah, that's that's anyone can kind of see that studying the game for five minutes. What I'm trying to find is a common thread that extends through all of these different character types when it comes to V shift. Um, and John, that- I, I can clarify what you're looking for here. Um, I,
2: I, what you said makes exact sense, but to to explain it to our audience, John's looking for how the meta has shifted in the game. He's looking for that common thread, the, the things that are most efficient in the game now, and not mm-hmm. just an inclination of it, but like a really strong, not just, you know, one thread, but like multiple threads that all coalesce together. And, and form the new meta that we're seeking right now in mm-hmm. the game. Uh, I wanted to put some stank on that. You did a good job. I just wanted to do it for our audience because it's. Um, I don't think they understand how deep john goes with these games when he's really unpacking them it's like he he really sees everything we're talking about but he's like yeah guys but there's this whole level like you're missing some kind of some kind of attachment levels like the the
0: layers uh, event hubs (laughs) like onions layers ogres there you go anyway back to you john (laughs) right and so the bigger question that i'm looking to answer is something that, that would be very useful is something like how do i play what kinds of things, what kinds of strategies am I going to use in this current version of the game that are going to be most effective? And um, and as far as I can tell right now, that is not something as restrictive as, oh, you play monot and you zone, or you just try to keep away. It's it's not like that. It, it extends to different types of characters. Um, and, and guys, by the way, just like John did, you know, feel free to at any point, if something perks your ears up and, and you want to jump in and you have commentary on it, go for it, because I just kind of have this... Flowing okay. stream of thoughts with all of this. stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, since you since you offered, you know, uh, now I'm going <laughs> to do it, right? I have
2: been freaking preaching V shift to both you and Stephen, and I want to turn this over to Stephen. And both you guys have been like, yeah, I mean, it's a thing, but it's no. not really a thing. No, it, no, no I don't I mean, no, think that's, no, that's, no, that's that's no. Yeah, this is my this is okay. This is my perception of it, right? And so we, you, you, Stephen, you got me you're like instantly the, as, as our show starts. You're like, you know what? I'm going to do. I'm going to bash my co-host here. So let's go with this. But Stephen, let me turn it right back over to you. I just insulted you and John and you guys said, no, 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 tell me how I'm wrong.
1: You are wrong, because from the start, I was saying that I think V-Shift is going to have some heavy implications on the meta. I think this there's a lot to it. I think that there was more than meets the eye with it. Apparently, it's a Transformer. Um, it's, it's something that people were writing off really hardcore from the start, and I'm like, that's not good. We shouldn't be doing this, because... Everybody thought it was going to be this thing that's like, it's this crazy, you know, super fast startup and it's invincible. It's just this get out of jail free card and mm-hmm. everybody's going to abuse it. Right. And that's what it looked like from the trailers and stuff. Obviously, we knew like there's going to have to be some kind of recovery to it or some drawbacks. Right. And and the way that it actually played out is very much what I was hoping it would be. Right. It's, it's not something that you just okay. get to. And that's <laughs> the
2: issue I take with you. You said hoping to be. Now, if we go back and we check the tapes. The people are going to see that from the get-go, I was very hyped about V-Shift. Where, and shout-outs to the Cap-Cup, Capcom Cups the uh, <laughs> that are at my door right now. <laughs> if I get the word out, they're like they're, they're trying to give me like a, a bouquet of flowers for my, my hype on V-Shift. That's, that's how this is going. They're all roses. Um, all right. But I was much more hyped about V-Shift than you guys. And now you guys are coming into this podcast, and both of you guys are hyped. And I also want to go back to that. What changed? Why are you guys so hyped about V-Shift now? Now, I knew you appreciated it before, but now there's this whole new level that both of you were at, and I really want to know why.
1: So I will say, John, I think that you're remembering that incorrectly. Just I'm going to, for the record, I was very hyped about this mechanic and and for good reason, again, and it was exactly kind of the the way that uh, I looked at characters like Poison and stuff, right? And you remember those early conversations, Rome. Like, I think that Poison's V-Trigger 1 is going to be something that once people figure out what to do with it, She's going to get really, really strong. Like, it's going to be something scary down the road. And you were like, no, dude, use V-Trigger two because it has a command throw, right? And I'm like, no, dude, V-Trigger 1, it's going to be something. And ultimately, it did, right? It became something. And that's the way I was looking at V-Shift. I'm like, people thought it was something. It turned out to be something else. But I was thinking the whole time, like, this is going to evolve into something more. Like, I'm excited to see what that does. And I even said, I'm like, man, like, I'm excited to get back into this game with this mechanic. Because it's like, I think that might be what I'm looking for. And why I'm reinvigorated here today is because I think it now is what I was hoping for with this game. And I'm starting to really wrap my head around that more as I play and understand what it does and how to use it and the different layers to it that people aren't seeing yet. Like, I'm starting to see that I'm going, okay, this this might be an answer for what we've been, the problem we've been having for exactly. a long time. Exactly. That's and, what it
2: is. And, and before, John, you jump in, that's exactly what I was saying. Uh, from the because I, I felt that way strongly from the start, and I think you guys kind of echoed that, but I, I think you guys, uh, the phrase is got religion now. You got the religion of V-Shift, and I'm really curious why. What changed? What was the catalyst that got you guys, because it clearly wasn't me the catalyst, there was some other catalyst that got you guys on board Man, with this. Who is she? Yeah, I, I want to know. <laughs> like,
0: someone, Someone's still in my thunder uh, but anyway john you were gonna jump in so uh i i don't really care too much about splitting hairs as to uh, you know how how on board or off board or whatever we were with v shift to begin with um, but i think that this observation will help us all in terms of what we're talking about right now um when it, when it was first showcased Uh, We were, as a Street Fighter V community, looking for a, I dare say, remedy to the game's overwhelming offense and the feelings and the frustration and such that would come uh, as a result of basically where the meta was at. We were looking for an answer to overwhelming, uh, just, just drowning offense. And so when we saw V-Shift showcased, uh, they they kind of did it in a, I, I, a little bit of a misleading way because it really felt like, oh, look, you can go into Super and you can go into these huge punishes. And, uh, and you know, we didn't know what the window was of of the active parry. and We didn't know how fast it started up. We just got to see it working, you know, and, and yeah. fair enough. Like, that's how you're going to show the V-Shift. And, and more details to come, it all came down the pike. But when we first saw it, it looked like maybe a catch-all, like maybe, oh my gosh, everything's gonna be based around doing this all the time. And, and what we found out it is it's not that. And so if it's not that, it's like, well, is this going to be enough to be an answer to the problem that we have, that overwhelming offense? Um, and and it, it needs to be used with such pre- precision. Um, and we'll talk about Abigail in a little while because I've thought that it's going to really hurt him because he's very telegraphed. But as you were kind of talking about earlier, Stephen, um, it, it doesn't seem to, even with like those charged up Abigail punches because the the window and the tying for it is very precise. You have to know when to use it and have and use it with intent. The fact that it exists at all, though, still might have the effect. So it doesn't look like the effect that we're hoping. And it doesn't, it, it's not as strong by itself as it maybe looked and it's not this massive other weight to the scale say if like the offense of street fighter 5 was this giant weight on a scale and we're feeling like we need this other giant weight to come and be put on the other side of it uh, it looked like it might be that and it wasn't that in that same way when it came out but the uh as we're i'm sure we'll get into the implications of it and i think we talked about that last time uh, a good bit sure. too is having potentially that sort of effect. And I don't know how much V shifting will be uh, um, the, the, the deal breakers or the, the main answer to like a, a certain round, uh, the outcome of a round and such. But I do think the way it's naturally going to affect the flow of matches is, as far as I can tell right now, Almost a perfect answer. Uh, oh, I don't. I don't know if I want to go that I, close I, I, with Capcom. I to, no, I hate it's, to say
1: that too. Like it's I, I'm doing right? that as well. Yeah, I, I don't want to say it's a perfect answer yet because it's like that's super scary to, to talk in you know definitive statements, with right? Capcom. Especially yeah, with Capcom <laughs> and Street Fighter Five in particular. But like what I'm seeing with it right now, I'm like, man, this really does feel like the perfect answer, and it's it's the perfect answer because it gives you the solutions to the problems that you're having but it also doesn't give you them for free. Mm -hmm. And that's the other element of it, where it's like, that's what we wanted. We want to have people have to work for it. Because in this game, we've been so tortured by moves that people don't have to work for to get reward, right? It's like, just do it moves, normals, heavy normals that are like safe on block, all these different things. And it's like, now we have this mechanic that helps us get out of these bad situations, but I need to be smart with it. And so does the opponent, right? And then you start looking at, okay, well... If I know that and they know that, so what's the next layer of it? What's Can I bait that out? Can I make them try to do V-Shift and then parry it or do whatever? Like, there's this other added layer to it that adds more to this game that I think everybody wanted or most people wanted. I don't want to, again, speak definitively, but I definitely wanted that.
2: And this is what I mean when this is the new stuff. Like, this is a brand new level of emotion and understanding from you guys, which is awesome to see. And, I mean, it, it's... Um, and, and where I go with this, there's a couple. This is twofold. I, I have a major issue with the community and you guys with this stuff, and I think Capcom has the best game to balance game balancers in the business. Now, not that every single person at Capcom is better than the people at SNK or, or Bandai Namco or whatever. I think Capcom has overall the best game balancing team in the FGC. Uh, I think they're incredible at their job. They've had some uh, barriers to that in the past, uh, business and other stuff, um, uh, personnel, you know, kind of things. But I think V Shift is so incredibly well thought out, and I think it's really underappreciated because people just want to crap on Capcom. And I, I, I swear this, I swear that if you took Street Fighter V's netcode and you stuck that on Guilty Gear Strive, or you stuck it on Tekken Seven? or you stuck it on anything? People would swear it's one of the best netcodes on the internet. I swear, I would bet a couple thousand dollars on that without freaking blinking. That's how sure I am of of how committed to crapping on Capcom people are. Capcom does not get a fair shake because, as we know, the wind blows hardest at the top of the mountain. The bottom line is Street Fighter is basically the foundation of the FGC. It is basically what started the FGC, and it is what's kept it alive for the most part. Now, there's a bunch of other games in there. Uh, Tekken is freaking beautiful. Smash is amazing. These other communities have sprung up and become amazing and just as strong and good in their own different ways, right? But Street Fighter is still the foundation of fighting games. It's where fighting games started. The fighting game community started with Street Fighter. So with that, there's all this like kind of stuff playing in here, and I, I can see, I can hear Stephen grumbling. He's like, "Yeah, you're you're going to call me out on that now." I want to respond, but I, I just wanted to, to preface this that there's so much in, in inherent bias against Capcom because when you are the torchbearers for a scene, you're you are under a level of scrutiny that no one else is and we've seen it time and time again where tekken does something that that capcom did our band namco does and and they're not put as much under nearly as much scrutiny if capcom would have released street fighter 5 without rollback netcode everyone would have lost their damn minds everyone would have been like what the hell is going on <laughs> it launched with rollback netcode Tekken 7 did not Dragon Ball Fighters did not Mortal Kombat 11 it did but Mortal Kombat 10 did not like they had to patch it into the game Capcom's been doing this for so long and we just expect it with them but with these other companies they get a free pass and that's where i take issue with this it's like we I, I, look i'm fair I'm really enough,
0: bo- fair enough but i'm not giving uh, the other companies a free pass i'm not uh, no, really no, playing no, no. those that's, games on this level that's not I'm, what I'm analyzing saying. what's in front of me and Street Fighter has been sh- In front of me, in like any different way I've tried to digest it for a long time. I'm calling it as I see it. And it's not conclusively so, but there are major problems that I've had. And now we are at this point where we've had this in our hands, the clay in our hands of V-Ship long enough that I'm beginning to see evidence of and calling it play-by-play as I go that I think it's no longer – it very well might not be where it was. And it seems like Capcom has figured out the key to the problem that they themselves set up with with v trigger and and with the way the game has has been and i am uh, and you know you if guys... they screw up i'm going to say it if they if they have a success i'm going to say it you guys are
2: far better about it than most people in the community you guys are far better about it. But the things that people say in the community, I you know, have an impact on you guys. And it has an impact on me as well. And and look back to when Maximilian blew up Capcom. And normally we don't drop names like this. But Max was really freaking stupid about this. And I love Max. Max is great. He does great content. He's awesome. Uh, please support Max. But he was really stupid about this remark that he made where he went in there hard on Capcom when Capcom went and updated the netcode. And he's like, nothing changed. There's no difference in stuff in the game and blah, 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 blah. And Max is a smart and plugged in dude. And we listen to Max and and we listened to other people who are smart and plugged into the community and they were all crapping on Capcom. They were all saying they didn't update the code. They said they were going to. And we had to do a, a blowout a podcast episode saying that like Capcom, did, like please give them the benefit of the doubt. If they say they're going to do it, at least give them time to prove they did or didn't do it. And we went in there and and Capcom flat out told us, yeah, we updated the net code, And they looked into the code itself. Altimore and a bunch of other people looked into it. They're like, yeah, they did update the net code, And it's very similar to what Altimore did. It, it, it's like almost, verbatim on the same kind of code. It was just like slightly written differently, I believe. And it, they pretty much put Altimore's code into Street Fighter V. And again, the community did not want to acknowledge that at first. And we we stayed on the fence with that. But but again, it, let me turn this back over to you, Stephen. When you see some great technologies for, from Javits, or you see Maximilian say something, or, or Vesper Arcade, or all the other awesome people in that do, do great content in our community, does that have an impact on us on Event Hubs?
1: I mean, it brings awareness to what they're doing for us and it automatically makes us launch into investigation and like, hey, yes. what? how can we break this stuff down and stuff? Which is why I was grumbling earlier and taking issue with what you were saying because you're like, you and John are just, you know, with like the rest of the community and giving Capcom unfair crap. And it's like, dude, we're we're pretty fair in our in our judgments of what Capcom does and we really try to break this stuff down and, and analyze it in, in the best way that we can. And again, why we're grumbling over here, it's like, I, I, I get that you like the game a lot more than us or whatever, but we try to be fair with this stuff for sure, and I want to just put, make that uh, clear. I, I, and um, I
2: 120% agree with that. It's okay. just the way we go about this stuff is is different, though. I'm much more giving Capcom the benefit of the doubt because they are at the top of the mountain and it's like they do a little bit more respect from that from our community. Uh, they've led the way with esports, they've led the way with rollback netcode for most AAA games. They've done so much here, and it's just like we even here at Event Hubs, we want to crap on them a bit and I know the developers back there, I I've spoken with some of them and I've talked and, and they're kind of upset with some of the way that the community does stuff that we don't appreciate some of the stuff that they do. We just simply take it for granted, even though some of these other companies aren't doing it. And, and I'm more going to bat for the Capcom developers right now because it's like so much more often than not. And they're not perfect. I, I've, I've got a couple characters here I'm going to get into <laughs> that I'm really not happy about with some of their balance stuff here. Um, I, I, I wish we put a little bit more respect on their name.
0: That's really where I'm
2: going with this. I'll give and it when,
0: when I feel like they deserve it.
2: Yeah, and that's fair. I just, you know, I, I'm going to bat for them. This is how I feel. Uh, and it's, you know, if you guys agree or disagree, that's all right. I just I wanted to get out how I feel about this when I'm seeing it. Yeah, I'm a Capcom fanboy, um, but I love all the games in the community. That's It's that simple, but the Capcom ones are the ones I play the most, right? Um, and I, I needed to go to bat for these guys because I know they listen to our show. I know they read our website actively. I want to put some respect on their name because this stuff pisses me off. When I see them do a great job and the community is like, eh, maybe and stuff. And I'm not saying you guys. You guys do a much more fair job than the vast majority of the people. But it's like, man, they get crapped on for doing great work all the time. Like that takes its toll. I wish the community had more respect for what they do and did more of what you guys are doing right now. So I, I derailed hardcore here.
0: I'm Yeah, sorry, we should rein it back in. Yeah. And back to V shift. Yeah, but, but I, I hear yeah. what you're saying. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I do agree that. But but also, man. Like, yes, individuals. Let's make ourselves better and more fair if we're not being fair. Uh, but also, like, man, that's that's the way the world works at the same time too. And like, don't expect that to ever fully go away uh, as crappy as it is. So like, you know, I, I say deal with it on an individual level. And I think what you're saying here is essentially the same thing. You know, like, hey, if you, if you're listening to this, uh, you know, be thoughtful in your approach and don't just sure. be crapping on them because they're Capcom or because of the you know the history or whatever exactly um, Exactly. so I want to I want to get back to uh, V-Shift though one of the first characters when I was originally uh, looking up notes to find out like who are the best characters in the game or benefiting the most uh, I put Balrog under the microscope specifically because Japan has been turning their uh, their their attention to the character a little bit more we've seen Tokito been playing him and actually I looked on Tokido's CFN you'll be so proud of me John uh, and he's been playing Everybody, it's like maybe yep. he's having people over to his house and they're all just playing on his ranked or something. I don't know, but he has been playing Balrog, and I believe we saw some footage. Uh, we've seen Jabbits showing some of Balrog's potential, and we've also seen uh, was it Pugera recently did an article on uh, a clip from him, uh, where using this strange combination of V skill and V shift with Balrog. I don't want to get too far into that, just to say that, um, usually traditionally with Balrog, you want to use V skill one and two. I'm sorry, V skill. Uh, and v trigger one and two let me just say that again one and one or two and two because they complement each other mm-hmm. but what we're seeing from these players is they're actually using a mix of both And like oh man what is this and it, it, it seems to be more of a swing for the fences it's like once you get the hit with these uh with this particular combination of v skill two and v trigger one you can dish out tons of damage Um, But like traditionally you've been more wanting to use your V skills and V triggers to set up to get that damage This requires that you get the hit first and then you can cash in so that's the main takeaway But as I'm watching the uh, the the footage of these players playing what I've been noticing is that They're not really using V skill. They're not really using V trigger um, except for like as added bonuses when it's when it's easy, but their main game plan is, is, is hardly even using Balrog as a charge character, save for a few peppered in light rush punches because you always want to have that threat Of Balrog can pounce forward at any time. We've been feeling that since Street Fighter 2, right? Um, They've just been dancing back and forth playing like an actual boxer playing the neutral playing footsies Getting a few hits the knockdown and then going right back to it taking anything that will be given to them freely But they're not trying to get up in their opponent's face and overwhelm They're just trying to like I say get a few hits Get chunks of damage at a time, and then usually, obviously, more toward the ends of rounds, you might find an opportunity to go into these huge, like 500 damage V skill V shift sort of scenarios. And, and great, fine if you can, especially with tap doing more damage going through a fireball. It's a there's some pretty decent setups for it, but they're not relying on it. They're mm-hmm. just relying on footsies with Balrog, and not even a whole lot of charge. And I'm like, what is this, John? I have a question for you now. Mm-hmm. Um, When you're watching all that footage now, how often are you seeing the the players from Japan v-shift? Like once every two games or so on average. Sometimes more than once a game, but like once every two. And, And I mean, we can get into the weeds here. I think it's probably just because we're still trying to figure out when where I know you guys are feeling more like oh It's because they've mastered it and they know like they're just not doing it as much oh, because they know the counters are in Place and all that kind of stuff. Don't
2: don't let me in with that I think Japan's way behind the eight ball when it comes to view shifting I think they're being really foolish about it and they're
0: mm-hmm. really stupid about how they're using it right now That's what huh. I think. Of. Yeah, so Fair enough, but so I, I see this character Balrog and I'm seeing like the thing that he's doing is playing the neutral and then I go, okay So uh, that's something. Now I go to a character like Minot, and I think what makes her good with V-Shift is that, well, it's a way of getting back to the neutral, where she thrives right? Because Minot has the natural advantage that she has a hurt boxless attacks that go really far and the onus is on you to get in. She loves playing that neutral man. And then you look at someone like Kami. Uh, oh, how does Cammy operate? She zips and zaps all over this damn screen with very hard to, to hammer down. She can be very quick on her feet, both horizontally and vertically. Um, at any point, you're always worried that she's going to come forward with either a random spiral or an air dive kick or something like that. Um, and, and yes, she does rely a decent bit on up close pressure, but she does that with lights. And if you V shift mm-hmm. a light, that's not doing a whole lot. For oh, it. no,
2: no, no. You're wrong about that one. I watched hurricane and phenom play a ton. Hurricane is one of the best, uh, kami players in Europe. Uh, one of the best kami players around. Uh, he's like near the top of, um, the CFN rankings. And then of course we know all know phenom, um, and phenom was consistently V shifting, um, um, uh, hurricane standing light kicks and getting away from them for, for free consistently.
0: So, so, like, so escaping fair enough. Yeah. And, and, and that, that yeah. works, but not punishing Cammy and, and, and hurting Cammy. It's just returning to neutral, right?
2: Oh my gosh. That's so good though.
0: But yeah, no, that's, yeah. That's yeah, decent. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, sorry. But I, I just yeah,
2: had I, to throw I in think, that angle. I think
1: what, what, what John is saying, uh, Raptor is saying here, is that um, when you're V-shifting against lights, a lot of times it, it's it's a bait. It's a bait to punish a breaker or to to get you to, you know, to, to punish whatever the follow-up is, especially in the corner, right? Where it's dangerous. It's like, usually if you're cornered and you're trying to V-shift a light, you're probably going to get punished for your troubles, kind of thing, is I think what John's saying
0: here. It's just not as effective as V-shifting uh, bigger uh, commitment moves. Um, it, exactly, exactly, I exactly. would have
2: said the same thing until I watched that set with Feedom and Hurricane. Uh, and I agree with you. I would have said the same exact thing. And this is how come I think Japan is so far behind the eight ball. As you mentioned, they're doing it like once every two games or whatever. Uh, I believe that. Um, so I watched all three games with um, uh, Hurricane and Phenom. And man, those guys are so incredible. Shout but out what to What if it's not
0: that just like Hurricane's not punishing uh, like appropriately? Because I know certain characters you can like. You you're saying are saying one of the best
2: Kami players on the planet is not punishing accordingly. Yeah, I'm okay. saying that's I a possibility. Mean, because uh, yeah.
0: because sure. characters, uh, they've, they've developed tech with like uh, um, Akuma, for instance, or, or Karen. You can uh, meaty throw on someone's wake up, and if they V-shift backwards, Akuma can take a half step forward and do a medium kick into a bread and butter. And I maybe. think uh, Karen can do just standing fierce on reaction of seeing yeah. you throw a whiff and get a full punish on your V-shift. So it's I, like. I
2: mean, the way Phenom was doing it, he was getting the full, you know, slowdown, uh, return of the V-gauge, and all that other kind of stuff. And it did not look like there was any opening whatsoever for her hurricane to do stuff. Sure. Uh, and uh, so what happened is is Phenom and Hurricane were both using it brilliantly. The best V skill usage I've seen. Uh, anyone could go look this up on CFN and and shouts, we'll, we'll we'll be having a can I tip the our, our our hand in terms of what we're doing in the future John in terms of, of this stuff or Yeah, go for it. All right. uh, We will be having footage on our show that we'll be talking over in the near future. We'll just say that uh, and think of that however you will. But anyway, uh, the Phenom and Hurricane footage, which I wish I had up here right now, you will see them. uh, I think they V shifted probably during all the sets, maybe eight times, nine times, ten times, something like about. It probably averaged out to about once a round. Uh, they were using it and they were using it very intelligently, both people. And, you know, it helps that both players are playing two bar uh, v uh, tricker characters, uh, Phenoms, Karen, uh, Hurricane is Kami. Uh, but the way they were using it, like I think the usage of, of how they were doing it is probably much more of what we're going to see going forward than what we've seen in the past.
0: Hmm. So, I, okay, so I look at Balrog and, and I, I admittedly, I haven't really played against much Kami uh, yet, So but people are really... Saying that she's uh, very high tier. So I'm trying to think okay, how does Kami work and how does she function and why would she be high tier in this current meta? Um, And uh, so now I'm looking also at like Abigail. What does Abigail do? Uh, Well, he gets a lot of damage from single hits once he gets those hits. Um, So I think a big part of what's gonna be, uh, one of the things that's gonna be really strong in this game moving forward is the ability to convert those initial hits instead of into potential damage, right? Instead of into like getting a knockdown and then having an advantageous situation where they might be able to V-shift away from, it's like you get that hit and it converts directly into combo damage that you get for sure. Um, I, I don't go as far as to say it's always better to take the damage, um, but it seems like it's better than it used to be to take the damage over the potential setups and oki okay and, and set play situations simply because V-Shift offers one more way out of those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I, I, I could go through a couple of other characters, but I just kind of want to get to the point here, is that like what does V-Shift do um, in terms of like this thread that runs through the whole cast? It's like V-Shift... Nerfs up close potential damage. Uh, it, Mm -hmm. It nerfs up close pressure and therefore it buffs abilities in neutral. If you can play a, I think that V Shift makes playing neutral more incentivized now and that is what we wanted and you see that paired with stuff like they made heavy buttons have a little bigger and and lingering hurt boxes and stuff like that the the shift is (laughs) is being uh we're going toward more neutral play and the characters that can thrive from neutral as opposed to rush down in your face like you know someone like Nikali and and i dare say grapplers are probably going to thrive, although they might thrive in different ways. Because while Monat's not trying to get a single hit and melt your life bar, she's content with taking little chunks of it because she's so good at, at existing in neutral like that. Other characters like Balrog are just dancing the dance effectively, getting, again, well, sort of like not bits at a time, although um, not quite in the same way. And those that can convert from the neutral, Karen, you know, Abigail, those are the characters that I think are going to thrive, especially in this uh, Urian <laughs> always had great neutral. Um, and I think that's a, a helpful way of looking at V-Shift in that it buffs neutral play.
2: All right, Steven. So I know you've been going into rank. Uh, we brought you on specifically as a guest today. Like I, I people have not seen the real Dream King unless they're named Velociraptor or Catalyst. Your your gill is a vicious zoner ki- kind of character, and like and then the rushdown, all this. It's ugh. your gill is aggravating. Even though I think he's like a mid tier character, and it seems like you've been having some major breakthroughs. You texted me about him. I was I was like really stoked for you. I'm like, oh my gosh, like you're onto a big discovery. Like, like, what has kind of been, like, your big epiphany? What has been your big takeaway from playing Gil with V-Shift?
1: Yeah, so one of the big issues that I've had with this game, and I, I think that a lot of people have had it too, is that um, it felt like there weren't enough opportunities to just kind of break away from stuff and take a breather, right? Obviously, with, with robbery and just all of the rushdown heavy, rush down heavy-centric, or rushdown heavy uh, nature of this game, like, it's it's so hard to just reset the situation and actually have a chance to just, take a breath and think of what to do next right and with v-shift now i'm, I'm i have the ability to do that like consistently especially using like a two bar v-trigger with gill i can now make it so that i'm like okay like i could just take a step back and now the opponent has to work again to get back in and to start doing kind of the bullcrap that street fighter 5 allows you to do and that's been huge for me because again it's you know you miss one opportunity to lag or whatever and then now you're on your ass right but mm-hmm. now it's not the case anymore and and in these early stages, these early days of V-Shift, not a lot of people know how to deal with it yet. And you can usually tell who knows how to deal with V-Shift and who doesn't, right? It's like, you can kind of do it. I mean, I fought this uh, this Laura player who obviously Laura is just, you know, knocks you down and then it's guest city, right? And fought Mm -hmm. this Laura player, tried to do all the mix-ups, tried to do all the basic Laura stuff. V-Shift, I'm out. Cool. And he didn't know what to do. He's just like, well, shit, I guess I lose, right? And he did because I got away and I was able to reset it and it killed the momentum. And now that player has to regain that composure and understand how to do that, right? And so for me, V-Shift has really been just that, that I think I talked about it in the past of the um, the boxing clinch, right? In boxing, when two boxers are, are fighting and they're really in the action, they can clinch and the ref will separate them, right? And Street Fighter 5 didn't really have that before. And with V-Shift, mm-hmm. I feel like it really does. Man, that's so helpful, Because now you go, okay, I can actually, I have a chance. I don't, I'm not feeling that demoralizing feeling of like, well, I got knocked down. I really have to guess here. And if I guess wrong, it's all over. Now it's like, Mm -hmm. if I guess right, I can reset it. And I still have a chance. I can still fight back and I can be confident in fighting back. And that's been the major thing for me here where it's like, I'm doing that. And then I'm also using the new meta and the way that it's evolving to start baiting people into doing V shifts and V shift break and parrying that stuff and doing some nasty stuff there, which I'm really happy about, and and just really trying to delve deeper into the stuff. It's been helping me a lot.
2: Now, now I'm going to say something very controversial here but bear with me now Steven you played Dudley in Street Fighter mm-hmm. 4 and you played them at a high level sure. and it, 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 Dudley and Gil you know two different characters and stuff but what I'm what I'm saying with this is with V-Shift now do you feel like the game more resembles a footsie fest more neutral zoning game uh, that Street Fighter 4 was I'm not saying it's Street Fighter 4 now but it resembles more of what Street Fighter 4 was instead of this crazy ass game that we had before previously
1: it resembles it more for sure I think and um, it's also like I think one of the things that's helping promote like this more this feeling of more of like a neutral based fighter is that is that reset situation right because now there's there's more of a uh people are more cautious to go in and and allow people to v-shift out right like you you're more cautious you'd rather get pokes and different things and confirms in neutral where opponents are having less likely a chance to V-shift, then go in and have them V-shift out of your pressure and then reset the situation, right? So now you have more opportunity of like, well, I know if I go in here, this person's just going to V-shift out and I'm going to lose my advantage. But if I stay where I'm at, I can poke at you, I can kind of whittle away, I can try to get a confirm here and then mount offense there there's more encouragement to do that now. And so now I have seen
0: that exactly. Yeah, and it's it's encouraging,
1: mm-hmm. dude. It's 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 like refreshing, right? Cuz now it's like it's not this mad dash to who's going to rush down who first. It's okay, I have an option here. I can take that breath. I can force the opponent to do that too, and now they're wasting meter. I can do all these different things here that again, people are not really seeing fully yet, I don't think. I don't think people are really embracing what this is because just being able to know like I'm in this sticky situation, I can V-shift here. Just having that in your back pocket, like, releases a lot of the stress, or relieves a lot of the stress that you feel from getting stuck in those robbery situations.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I've been playing Ryu uh, for the last uh, maybe two or three weeks or so, and um, I, you know, people have been talking about how he's a much, uh, he's a substantially better character, and he absolutely is. Uh, but I don't think, and, and a lot of people are, I've put them, you know, somewhere around the mid, maybe upper mid of the tier list or so, but not top tier. And I, I think I agree with that. I think that Ryu has his abilities um, and that his, most importantly, that his abilities are fun and feel worthwhile to use. And that ties into this whole thing that you're getting at where... I feel like if I want to as a Ryu player hang back and play a fireball uppercut game, mm-hmm. that kind of a thing, that more Street Fighter Two and, and pepper in some footsies with low forwards and whatnot, but that basic kind of Street Fighter Two situation really hasn't worked with the, you know, saving for like maybe Guile can kind of, you know, basically not not even that. It really it hasn't been worthwhile. You know, and and that's a big part of why Ryu hasn't felt worthwhile. And then a lot of his other things, when he gets a hit, it's like they can he doesn't hit his tatsu doesn't hit crouching opponents so it's like what does it mean to you know all of his stuff and it just he hasn't worked together and all, all of his tools haven't really worked together like they do now um but one of his uh, go-to bread and butter sequences is to do ex jodan kick the donkey kick which then mm-hmm. sees them bounce off of the wall and you get an option there you can either go for a heavy dp and that does the most damage mm-hmm. um say for a few characters you can get a, a different combo but We'll shelve that for now, or you can go for a tatsu. It's like I think it's like 60 less damage or 30 less damage, but it gives you oki afterwards. And I've felt, and I don't know this is necessarily right, but my personal intuition is often, you know, uh, the tatsu is pretty good and it gives you oki, but like you were saying, I don't necessarily want to be next to them because <clears throat> then I have to deal with that extra layer of v shift And right. it's not to say that now uh, close up pressure situations are null and void, they absolutely are not. Um, but the fact that I can go, you know, I'll take the damage and then I'm going to go back to this fireball uppercut thing. When I land an uppercut with Ryu an anti-air uppercut, it feels meaningful. It feels like I've made progress toward the end of the round in the right way. And that's special. I, I have to jump in on that and just say, even with Monat, like
2: I'll, I'll throw my stupid heavy sphere and it does 40 damage. It's ridiculously low damage, but in the context of what Street Fighter 4, Five is right now and how good they've done with the, the, the game balance, in my opinion, overall, uh, it's crazy that I can throw a 40 damage sphere and feel like that is actually freaking worthwhile. And it's bonkers because it wasn't worthwhile before. It was like such a huge risk to throw that V-trigger sphere. Because V-Trigger
0: did so much damage yes. and had so much to it that like, yeah, 40 damage here, 30 damage here, who cares? It's, I mean, it, when it was at its worst, I would argue back in like maybe season two, Tokido himself said it. It's like... The, the round starts against Balrog when V Trigger comes V-trigger into rounds. play.
2: It, it, now, uh, I have to ask Stephen this because he he does this to me all the time, and I'm I'm curious if he mm. d- is doing it subconsciously or consciously. He will back up. And, and try to get me to throw a heavy sphere. He will try to, to to beat it the moment he has V trigger. And and the moment that I throw a heavy sphere, I commit to it, he'll dash in and just start blowing me up. Because the, the one thing that you want Monat to do is to separate herself from her sphere. Mm-hmm. If she does that, she's so much weaker. Steven, are you doing that on purpose? Because I really think you're doing that on purpose and been doing it for you. Yeah, of oh, course. Yeah. I hate you so much, but yeah, one of yeah, the main yeah.
1: game plans for that matchup is I want to separate you from the sphere, and then I'm going in. Like as soon as yeah. because Ugh. now now you have hurt boxes. Now my normal (laughs) can actually contest with you and I can put myself in spots where I can use Gil's normals and I know this is where I'd normally actually be able to do something here. Now I can against Monat. When she has her sphere, no way. I can't contest that at all. There's ranges I just cannot be in because I'm going to get obliterated. But the moment you throw sphere... I'm going in, and I'm going to stay out of the range of those normals that you want to use to keep me back. And I think you've probably noticed I'm staying out of standing medium kick range a lot, and I'm punishing that way more, because I know you want to do that to push me back, to bring the sphere back, and do the whole monat thing, and I go, yeah, okay, go ahead. I'm going to stand right here, and you're going to eat a standing medium punch, and I'm going to do Lariat, and I'm going to get in, and now you're in the corner, now you don't have a sphere good luck. Now you're trying to V-shift, and I'm going to parry it too, so, alright.
2: Yeah. And so where, where that goes with that is now, I, I can throw that 40 damage uh, sphere, and everything that, that Steven just said, I'm risking once he does that, right? But throwing that sphere now is more efficient than it's ever been before in Street Fighter Five. and so even just getting that 40 damage sometimes, and you can speak to this too, Steven, like, I will throw a a 40 damage sphere at your head and just ping you with it, right? Mm-hmm. And instantly recall it, but it does mental damage mm-hmm. and it does actual damage and and even now it's more efficient than it's ever been and I think you know this for throwing gir- Gil's Fireballs, mm-hmm. right? It's actually efficient to throw Gil's Fireballs now where it was not that much before.
1: Yep. Yeah and, yeah, and what is the mental damage of just landing on, like, an ice ball from, like, full screen away, or, or like, anti-air Ugh. ice ball? You're just, obviously, if I don't get to confirm, but it's like, man, you just, you know that one time, like, you jumped, and then you jumped onto it. Like, I'll throw a regular fireball, regular ice ball, and then that one time you jump, I threw the, the anti-air one. You land on it, now you're taking a bunch of damage, and you're just like, <laughs> damn it, why did I jump there? How did he know that? What the hell?
0: It's, it's almost like if I were to try to put this into something of a, of a, of a metaphor that kind of articulates all of it. It's like V-Trigger as it existed in Street Fighter 5's meta was something of a black hole before uh, that would sort of suck the the significance of everything around it away and just all, all roads led to V-Trigger, right? And now that the V-Shift is implemented, it It, like I said, it encourages Matt back toward neutral play. It's not a race, and then a to V trigger. You know, like like it kind of was before, or like it like the whole. It's still there. It's still a a force to be reckoned with. It's still a comeback mechanic, but. We, the point is we feel like there's, um, like the presence of V-Shift now is is taking away from that gravity from the black hole, and, it, and I don't know to the degree that it's done it yet, I don't want to get ahead of myself mm-hmm. too far with it, but it feels like it's definitely sucking away from that, and that's letting everything else sort of begin to grow, mm-hmm. and play neutral, and neutral for Balrog is different from, from neutral for Manat is different for neutral for Ryu, is different from neutral for Gil, but all of us we're finding we're able to explore that space and what it means for our character in a meaningful way that's where i'm going when i'm when i say it feels like capcom has has been in touch so many times over the last couple of years whenever we're talking about the the decisions made by a lot of the capcom devs the song from hall and oats out of touch has played <laughs> naturally in my mind and and, and I can save yeah exactly and I think I've said that as much to you guys. It's like and I'm not even joking. We, like, we might like, have put just, them
1: in a banner or something like one or two <laughs> yeah, banner, probably, probably happens. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and I and I will honestly say now it feels like they have a very strong perception. If this is all adding up the way it's looking like it's adding up so far they've had such a strong perception of what's going on they've been so in touch that they've been able to take this uh, already established like kind of like a, what the ecosystem of Street Fighter 5 with this giant black hole problem in the middle of it and they've said well if we put this thing over here it's going to gradually siphon away from that and therefore the the second third fourth term effects of that are going to be good for the game and we're starting to see those and i guess maybe more importantly i'm starting to feel those mm-hmm. now And it's creating a a different experience than what we've had before. And I dare say a much more positive one. Okay. So we started
2: off uh, this episode that we were going to get into, uh, you know, our top five characters. uh, And we have ended up blowing out here with V-Shift. But I do want to get into a few of the characters I have here. But I'm going to start with one that I know is going to be super controversial here. And I want to get your guys' opinion on this. And and we're going to go into this more uh, in depth here in the future. You know, it just uh, we don't we ran out of time today because this V ship discussion is so compelling and so important to everyone in the game. And, and again, this is why I wanted Dream King to come on here with Velociraptor. I'm, I've said it before. I said it again. These guys are sharp at a level people do not understand. You got to put some respect on these guys' names and understand what when they unpack this stuff, they're unpacking it for the entire community at a level most people don't get yet. I get it because I see it all the time the community doesn't get it yet so anyway I've got to turn this over to you guys now and ask you on my top five biggest winners here uh, I I omitted Monat Ryu because we've just discussed them way too much and they would they would easily be in here I wanted to get more interesting characters to discuss but I have a very controversial pick here and I'm really curious what you guys think of him in particular so I'll go and do him now Guile guile is one of the biggest winners if you ask me right now and, and just I'll, I'll give a little bit of a setting this up here uh because people are saying hey you know Gu- guile's way worse than other stuff well I'll tell that to daigo kaba chris cch and chuan uh because they're all still playing the character a ton um and and, and oh and here's here's the kicker uh jobin the Nikali player he's picked up guile now so and I, the former Nikali player, right? And this guy plays like a madman. I love Jobin so much because he's just like the antithesis of like calculated and thoughtful play. So why the hell is he playing Guile? <laughs> well, the reason he's playing Guile is because Guile's really freaking good now. That's the reason why. And uh, Jobin played uh, Ryu back in Street Fighter Four days, right, John? Or Evil Ryu? Or what did he play? Ryu. He played Ryu. Mm-hmm. He played Ryu. There you go. And so he's he's known to play Zoners, and you know Nikali is like, oh my gosh, like. Uh, Anyway, so so this man is is definitely no not afraid to bet it, right? Uh, so I got I got to turn it right back over to you guys. And, and now that I've I've given you my my thought that I think Guile is one of the biggest winners here in this season in terms of a character. Do you think I'm just completely full of crap right now? And does the entire community think I'm full of crap? Or how do you guys feel about that? I,
1: I mean that feels like. That's a super safe bet, if you're asking me. Really? Yeah, of course. Okay. I mean, you're, you're talking about Guile, who's, like, really, really good at zoning, right? He's got a bunch of great tools, a bunch of great normals, and now he has a situation where people are resetting back into neutral more frequently. Like, that's what he would want, right? I mean, of course he has great rushdown, but it's like, Guile in neutral is a happy Guile, man. That's a that's a fish in water, right? Like, And now you have a situation where people are encouraged to play more footsies and play more neutral. Of course he's going to get better. Yeah, that's a safe bet, dude.
0: How about you, John? Yeah, I haven't been able to, up until this point, maybe... Uh, to reconcile why guile would get a bunch of nerfs the way he did and then benefit from v-shift which i do think he does as a zoner and why like sagat who i feel like got is essentially in the same boat wouldn't see similar results that's been something of an anomaly for me and this might not actually answer that directly but in terms of, of what we're talking about here the transformation that guile went through yes he got nerfed and one of the most uh One of the biggest nerfs and the most significant ones he's got was that he lost two frames of of, advantage advantage on his sonic boom. Yeah. So what does that tell? Well, one, it does nerf his zoning, and I think that that's gonna hit him a little bit. Like just the fact that he's got two more frames of recovery off of that sonic boom, right? Like or like I'm sorry, uh, of block stun to lock someone Mm. down when they block in the zoning game. That's not nothing, but that's very significant. But what he lost mostly was the ability to be up in your face and make his normals as scary, right? Mm-hmm. Um, some of it is, is the dance in neutral, but I think Guile can truly fall back still on this fireball uppercut zoning game. Um, what I ultimately think it's going to be is we will see less rushdown from Guile, less of his ability that he's had for virtually all of Street Fighter V. That part of his game, I think, is substantially nerfed. But what got better, this zoning, which he's always been good at and he's still very much good at, is is like the, the crutch that, I don't know if crutch is the right word for it, but what he can fall back on and so much so in this new meta where we're we're very much going back to the neutral more and more often that he's still going to overall benefit from it that he's still going to ultimately get a little bit better and you know that's what people have been saying too everyone's putting gile pretty damn high up on tier lists that's that's the way that uh the equation makes sense to me that yes he got nerfed but where he got nerfed was the way that he was already getting nerfed from v-shift it's like yeah he's not as good up in your face well like nobody is and guile has a total other game plan that he can totally resort to and be amazing at uh he's like okay i'll just go do that and i'll do that amazingly Steven, I have to ask you this now, Mm -hmm. Um, and this is a big thing because this is what really pisses me off
2: about it. I'm I'm going into full ass (laughs) bastard John mode here over, Uh, but this is what really gets me mad about this is that people always talk about the sonic boom nerf, but they neglect to mention that both of his medium punches have an advantage, one more frame of advantage on block. And so he actually has better normals than he had before, and no one talks about it. And I want to turn this right back over to you, Stephen. Would you take two less uh, frames on block and on hit on Gil's fireballs to have one plus one uh, uh, block on, on both your medium punches with Gil? Would you take that trade?
1: <sighs> um, probably not.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah.
1: it's at least at least a
2: thought, right? it's, yeah, at least it's a, a consideration. Thought, but it's, it's, it,
1: it's, I would rather have my fireballs be better because that, with the way that the meta is shifting, I'd rather have my fireballs be a better thing. Uh, and then I think Gil, is, is, he can do enough with his up-close normals, I feel like, that it would be cool to have that extra advantage, but it's also like I'm super guarded with any nerfs to fireballs, to Gil's fireballs, just because of right. what they do. And it's like that I feel like would probably hurt him a lot.
2: So now I, I turn this right back over to you again, Steven, but ask it this way. Isn't it a shame that when we're talking about Guile here, that no one talks about his medium punches being more advantage on block? No one's discussing that. We talk about his Sonic Boom nerf, but we're not talking about those medium punches being better. Mm-hmm. And is, do you think that's fair for the Guile players out there? Is that giving a fair assessment of where the characters are Oh at no, now?
1: absolutely not.
2: No. Yeah, and that's that's what, again it, it, part of me here. Like, I, it's an issue we have in the community. We we just look at the the one or two nerfs that we don't like or whatever that stand out to us, and we sometimes forget about the other stuff they've added. And it was like the Rashid EXDP nerf, where they give him like a, a fifteen more frames of recovery, and everyone's like, that doesn't matter. And it's like, oh, it matters a ton because now when Rashid does an EXDP, he doesn't get okie okay afterwards. It, it doesn't mean that he's I mean he is easier to punish, but the main nerf about that was that when when Rashid reverses an entire matchup in his favor, he does not have. Okie, right afterwards and i remember it was like a a big bird um uh and he was you know just like oh i was like i thought you know i thought that i was doing it wrong basically because i wasn't getting okie after and and so again it's it's sometimes you got to look really in depth at these patch notes and that's hard because we've got 40 characters and each one's got eight changes or whatever to really look in depth at this stuff is is difficult but i did want to point that out there because uh i believe the rumors of guile's demise have been greatly exaggerated
0: Yeah, actually, people are are widely saying that he, uh, yes, on paper, it was like there's nerf, 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 nerf. So I think especially early on, we're like, oh, Guile's destroyed. And I remember thinking and and probably saying as much early on, like just reading the patch notes, like, oh, it looks like things are going to go really poorly for Guile um and and i haven't been playing him directly and and i really haven't fought a ton of guiles now but going off of like i was watching shen talk about you know how how he's still like especially even at the top levels that's like the only place you're feeling like stuff like little nerfs like two frames here and there but like he's still able to do a lot of what he's able to do before at lower levels because people let stuff you know slip through the cracks a lot more often there um but even so it's like he was saying with such certainty man it's like man yeah guile's still so high up here and you see him so much so often on on other tier lists that it's like he clearly has not fallen and one of the things john you're
2: you are an extremely good fireball thrower so is is fireballs being worse going to be exponentially worse for you than his normals being better is, is that like do you, are you
0: going to feel it more since you're such a proficient fireball fireball thrower um, well first of all I'll say that I, I, I never really felt like I got the knack with Guile's fireballs but that's kind of mm. different in that it's like a charge thing and it's that's a whole other layer of the process to learn of like moving and, and timing very very specifically charge and stuff like that um, I, I think you could make that argument but in terms of like like my assessment with the guy I mean I, I wouldn't even argue I think that he's he's Absolutely good. I, I don't have wow. any like okay. evidence against it besides like, oh, he got nerfs. But like I said just now, well, sure. But in this entire shifting meta, uh, ultimately he could still come out as, as better than he was before because of how the game is played now.
1: Yeah, to, to, to you know, me, really quickly, um, to me, the, the nerfs to Guile are more of a regulation than a, a significant nerf. It's like I think Capcom had mm-hmm. a bit of a psychic greed of like, we're going to put this mechanic in here. People are going to be resetting the situation more. It's going to be more neutral-based. If we leave Guile intact, he's going to be insane, easily the number one character in the game kind of thing. And I think yeah. they did more of, like, we need to scale him back, but it's it's more in tune with where the game's going versus, like, again, if you look at the patch notes, it's like, yeah, he got destroyed, right? But you look at in relation to V-Shift and how the meta's shifting, and you go, okay. He kind of moved along with it, right? Instead of being just kept in, intact and becoming a you know the greatest character in the game or whatever.
2: You know, I'm really mad at both of you guys right now because I expected to throw a wrench in this plan. And I'm like, you know who, what I'm going to say who's a controversial character? Guile. And I, I thought you guys would be like all up in arms and you guys are agreeing. And now I'm mad about that. I don't want you guys agreeing. One of Street
0: Fighter
1: V's strongest zoners and the game is moving to a more neutral. Man, he, uh-huh. I'm sure he's a great pick for being, you know, a character that's going to get hit, hurt the most by V-Shift.
0: Yeah, well, we well, give us yeah. one of your low hanging like oh obviously they'll agree because we'll probably just completely. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, well, I mean oh yeah I'll I'll go through my
2: list so I'll tease it all off real quick here and, and we'll we'll since we're running out of time here for the last bits um but the, the closest one I also have um uh, she was in fifth guy was in fourth uh poison, uh, poison mm. is in there and I now I think poison got hit harder and she was really close to being there with Laura and, and you know we'll we'll get into her later on um but uh, the other characters I've got are Sakura, uh, Chun Li and Kami um, I Cammy, despite being rushed down, is still one of the big winners here. Uh, but uh, you know, there's so much I could say about that. Like, there and we'll, we'll get I, into. I kind in
0: I, I do want. To, well, we don't have to do too yeah. much, but I, I do want to explore Cammy Like as as we were talking yeah. about earlier, like I do think like it makes sense. Okay, she's better. Um, but there's that rushdown component, and then you guys even disagree. Like even even v shifting lights is like. That's a, that's the thing. And it's like, OK, yep. fair enough. But then that counts against Cammie. Why are we putting her up towards the top? And I don't disagree that she's there. Cammie's a, a jack of all trades for sure. Like she can do a lot of stuff. And so just because she doesn't have a rush down like she used to doesn't her bench runs deep. We'll say that. Uh, but, but what about her in you guys' opinions puts her up this high? And then, Stephen, do you even agree, first of all?
1: I don't know. I, I don't know if I've seen enough of what Cami's doing to know if she's going to be better here, a big winner. Um, I, I don't know what the specifics are in terms of like what makes her a winner with the V shift stuff, because to me, I would feel like she's probably worse because of it. But then I think there's also like there's another layer to V shift where you start talking about the threat of it and baiting it and how to kind of maneuver through that, and so you would look at something like okay like let's say a grappler right on paper a grappler is going to is going to suffer heavily to v shift right because it's an escape out of their pressure but because
0: they don't like neutral
1: yeah but it's also yeah. like the grappler gets in and he knows that the player wants to escape and you start using that to your advantage to make them twitch more and you start capitalizing on that instead of going for the button right away you fake them out and make them think to do it and then you dash in or you do these different things that can manipulate their behavior right and, and that's something i'm already seeing in terms of like just people higher level players using v-shift and when you see like the baits and stuff of like here's a slight delay and then i'm gonna do something and, and i had i was telling you guys this uh, earlier but i was playing against a, a karen player online who would wait for me to v-shift and then do her overhead like slap move i can't remember what it's called and i would just do a raw v-shift and so i'm punishable i'm not getting the slowdown and he's getting the the overhead on me And so you start having that come into play and just that thread of it, just that little like it's in the back of your mind and is are they going to do it? Maybe they're not. It adds more to it. So I I think like with Kami on paper, she would suffer from this, but also there might be stuff where her tools allow her to manipulate it more and kind of manipulate the opponent's behavior and get some added benefits from it that I don't know yet.
2: Okay, uh, 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 let let me hit you guys with this since you guys both are kind of on the fence about Cami, and I will tell you why I'm on board with Cami, and the whole thing comes down to follow the horse, and yes, I mean that directly. Follow the horse, follow the tear horse, because when you look at someone's uh, profile and you see them, a bunch of people playing this character, and let me let me list off who's playing her right now: Fujimura, Mago, Gamerbee, Machabo, Yes, he he's dropped. Nikali to go to Kami right now, Hurricane, who I mentioned before, Riketsu, the Vega player, White Gun, who was previously playing Ibuki and is one of the more nutty players I've ever seen, uh, Akainu uh, and then uh, Momi, uh, they're all logging time with Kami right now. Uh, and she is one of the most popular characters. She is also... Uh, shout out to Demon Curse in our comments, who I, I know is immediately going to go in here uh, and, and, and just say how I'm full of crap. Man, I love I love this guy because he's like the Zykes of all Kami players. Like Zykes loves everything Street Fighter V. Like, Demon Curse loves everything Kami. But anyway, um, uh, shout out to a character who can't do no wrong. Uh, but uh, she is one of the most popular and winningest characters at high levels of play in the history of Street Fighter V it's pretty hard to go against her because Capcom kept her almost entirely intact. Where a bunch of other characters got nerfs and other stuff, uh, her biggest adjustment was V-Shift. Uh, but more on that in, in a little bit. She's also a quick and dirty character, and I think that Cammy is going to become the number one character to scrub people out with before, uh, to now. It used to be, you know, M. Bison, and before that it was Nicali. Now it's freaking Cammy. If you're a scrub, if you're a real freaking dirty scrub, then, you know, you're good. I, I'm calling Mago and some other people a scrub and stuff and horrors and all that kind of stuff. Cami is the scrubbiest horus character in the entire game right now. Hands down. It's not even freaking close. And if you don't believe me, go check CFN and look at how many Grandmaster and above ranked players there are for Cami. There's like 160 of them. Ed has like three. There's, like, hmm. three people who Grandmastered it. Like, there, there's 160 Kami players up there. Something, it's ridiculously high. Um, and, and she's been that way, like, throughout Street Fighter V's lifespan. She's one of the best characters in the entire game. She is also super easy to play compared to most other people. Uh, John, you play Ryu now. Would you say that Kami is easier to play than Ryu?
0: Oh, I've never really played Kami, but... Mm-hmm. Um... From what I can see, yeah, a lot of her just dial in sort of offense or like use this move uh, to get in. Yeah, a lot of her stuff does the job for her there you uh, go. compared to other characters.
2: It, it, I'm not sure if there's a single person that I looked at on CFN who's a high ranked player who's dropped Cammy right now. That's how popular she is. So a big reason, again, and in, in throughout fighting game history, I found that if you follow the horse, um, shout out to that, you know, that phrase probably, you know, becoming my uh, tagline. Follow the horse. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but if you follow the horse, they tell you a lot of times it's very rare where a bunch of top players pick up a character and that character sucks. It happens. It's just rare. And so that's one of the big reasons. How come I'm a big believer in Cami? But but Stephen, it sounded like you wanted to go there.
1: Oh no, I'm I'm, I'm willing to be. Uh, I'm I'm open to being convinced on this. I, I don't know yet. Um, and for me, when it comes to Cami, it feels like she is going to benefit most from the way that she can potentially bait out these shifts and punish them. That that's where I kind of look at yeah. it because she's so fast. She's so her movement's so good. She has quick normals. Like if she can do that, which I don't know if she can, but it sounds like she can. Uh, she might be a big threat here. I, again, I'm on the fence. I'm, I, but I'm open to being persuaded on that front.
0: Mm. I yeah. have a so with my recent revelation and and more of like a, a theory that go, like that neutral is the new king to a certain new extent. As I think about Cami, I think about uh, how. I want to say comfortable against her in neutral, I feel, but that's not the right term because I feel no nowhere near comfortable against like Zangief. If it's the most stressful thing ever, but I would say that I, I feel like I can confidently do a lot of things against Zangief, um, and it's just kind of a, it comes down to more binary uh, certain situations where I guess right or wrong, and he gets in or he doesn't. But with Cammy, it's like from any distance. Uh, she has different options to threaten you with in neutral. I never feel comfortable Mm -hmm. jumping forward, throwing a fireball, sticking a move out, or or even just like walking around because Kami can at any time like go low and spiral arrow in. It's not smart to do, but like it's always there and you better believe it's coming a lot of times, even at higher levels of play. Or she could go up for a jump in or she could go for a jump in and come in at a weird angle, or she could just play solid and whiff punish you with a bunch of her great hit confirms. Uh, She She has so many options there that, like, I'm not comfortable. Just like, round one fight against Sagat, I'm throwing fireballs all day. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I'll match that. I feel like I have a lot more I can do, and I'm not so afraid. But uh, against Cammy, I'm afraid of her at almost every distance. Like, I'm never okay throwing a fireball. Maybe an (laughs) Ex Hooligan comes full screen, and I get hit. You know, and that's just one thing: throwing a fireball, sticking a move out. Cammy thrives in the neutral in a way that most characters don't. Most characters have one or two tracks that they're gonna do there. You know, I'm Guile. I'm gonna zone you and uppercut you, whatever. Um, but not same kind of idea throw heavy punches out there and orbs and be a total jerk uh, but Cammy <laughs> from, <laughs> from any angle at any time is always scary and that might be something that takes her right up to the top and I don't know that she's the best character in the game but a lot of people are putting up their top 3, top 5, um, some in top 1 and I that's that seems to resonate with where I'm at currently with if you can thrive in neutral and you can be scary in one particular way that's great if you can be scary in 7,000 ways at once at neutral, uh, congratulations on winning Street Fighter 5. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: And that's actually, I agree with you so much. I've got this character as an absolute lock for top 10, if not more like top five or top seven range. And, and that's huge for her. And it's also extremely disappointing from Capcom. And literally, I have to quote the angry video game nerd here and just say, what were you thinking? Like, literally, Capcom, please don't take her brain dead characters and make them this strong. Cammy is notoriously easy to play and wins all the time. You've got to hit her harder. You hit other characters. Why the hell did you see Cammy and go, eh, this is fine? Now, John, is- if
0: this were NRS or if this were Bandai Namco, would you be saying the same thing if they did that? Yes. I feel like the yeah, wind blows it- hardest at the top. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I know and we said it about Shiva, we said it about other characters. It pisses us off
2: and I know you're kidding but it's like I get mad about this stuff because I I want to play these games and enjoy them. And it's like you have a brain dead character who's just mashing their face on the joystick and they're getting wins and that sucks. Like even if you can counter it, it just sucks to play against. Don't take your brain dead characters and make them super strong because you're 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 you have people playing chess and you're in if you're playing Kami, you're playing freaking checkers it's lame it, it it yeah you're still playing the game but you're playing a whole different one than everyone else has to i hate characters like this and again nikoli's just fine right now i think bison might be okay we'll see uh, i'm i i know he got nerfed we'll see where he ends up at right um, but I also do think that, that uh, okay, so let me say this and get this all out here. I think Cammy is going to win a number of usage stat stories that we run here on the website for the Capcom Pro Tour this year. I think he's, she's going to be the number one character in there until V-Shift rises a bit more to prominence. Then I think that does hurt Cammy. Uh, not insignificantly, I think it gets her pretty decently, but there's a bunch of pro players playing her, and you know them playing her is going to you know shoot Cammy up a little higher. So I think she's being a bit overrated right now. When people say she's top three, I'm not buying that. Um, but again, my issue is don't have brain dead characters be in her top ten, that are be really high up in the tier list. It just it it ruins a bunch of your freaking game. It's like, well, I could explore this stuff, or I could just go pick Cammy, and I don't even have to worry about this. That is literally what you do with Cammy, and it's stupid. Capcom, don't do this crap. I've given you a bunch of praise on this. I hate what you did with Cammy. I am so disappointed in you guys with what you did with this character. And, and yeah, I, I just—it's it, frustrating to me. <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, so anyway, I, I could I could wax poetic about that for for days, but. Um, eh, uh, we're probably let, what we should start to cinch up
0: the uh, the yeah, and yeah 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 and...
2: last bit on Cammy here is I think she's going to start off appearing more powerful than she actually is which is the good news and then over time as people figure out how to properly V-shift she's going to drop down several spots right now people are rightfully fearing Cammy but a lot of people are not V-shifting properly they don't know how to do it again shout outs to Phenom and Hurricane go watch their sets Phenom pulls it out and he does it and he's really adapting on the fly to a lot of the stuff that happens hurricane actually wins the first three rounds and then Phenon comes back and wins all the next four of them spoilers yeah there you go <laughs> um but anyway it, it's but you uh, big shout out uh, to the players in europe uh, europe because you guys are really not respected enough, uh, talking about respect and lack of, right? Uh, big shouts to the European players who are pioneering amazing tech that people are sleeping on constantly. Uh, some of the tech coming out of Europe is the best out there right now. I highly recommend you tune in to CFN European players at this moment in time, because you're gonna see some stuff you're not seeing anywhere else, and it is being done at a higher level and a better level than anyone else on the planet right now. If we had CPT events that were, you know, um, like people in person, I bet you Europe would be scoring really high wins right now, based on what I'm seeing. So, anyway, that's all I had on Kevin.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Stephen, did you have any uh, kind of closing, final thoughts on V Shift? And it's totally cool if you don't. Or is there any other aspect of a character you wanted to make sure to bring up before we wrapped up here?
1: Yeah, uh, with V Shift, I'm mainly excited to see how it continues to evolve. Um, I think that we're in the infancy of something here, and I think people are starting to kind of figure it out, but. I, I think there's a lot more room to grow, and and I'm really excited to see where the game goes with it and how the new characters kind of you know are introduced and how that all works together. Um, I think V Shift is going to be something pretty interesting. Uh, I mean, it already is, but I think it's going to be something pretty significant down the road.
0: Hmm. I am. I will say that um, in recent times, I think that a lot more of the frustrations that I've been feeling after a loss or even after a win um, are tied more to something like, ah, I didn't have my anti-air ready that time or I, I threw a stupid fireball that I shouldn't have thrown versus well what was I going to do? I, mean, I was blocking G's V trigger and he command grabbed me you mm-hmm. know and and that bodes well and I think that that extends out to a lot more of the cast now like I said without this overwhelming presence I think a lot more kind of you know stuff can grow up it's not being mm-hmm. choked out as much and that yeah. means that like no you know your character might not be the best in the game but I think they're going to be a lot more fun to play uh, there's mm-hmm. a good chance that that's the case and like that's what we're asking for there's always going to be high tiers and low tiers but man, if everyone can like lay out a game plan that's fun to try to execute on and then try to execute on it, uh, that's a much better scenario. And as far as I can tell right now, I am pretty damn encouraged that Capcom has figured out the secret sauce and uh, what we're going to be eating for the next year or two is uh, much better than it has been before. John, I hardcore disagree with one of the
2: statements you made that the game is going to be fun for everyone, more fun. If you played a Buki before, this game is not more fun for oh, I hear for that it's now. terrible. Chen yeah. has all but <laughs> dropped her. Yeah, you do not play a bookie to play a fair and honest game. You're going in there and you're going v trigger and you're just trying to rob the hell out of people. It's a uh, Fujimura is playing Kami and Chun Li now, like that. That is who he's playing because it's like I can't play a Bookie. He's like I really just want to rob people blind. That's hard to do now, and it's uh, I, I'm not going to shed any tears for a bookie. Yeah, I feel so bad.
0: bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I right, used no. to make my living yeah. robbing people at gunpoint. <laughs> no, I can't do that anymore with these new stupid laws. <laughs> Do you guys remember the Street Fighter
2: V match where a boogie lost and, like, the it's no, still I awarded the. Re- Oh, the round <laughs> tour. Like it's still, it's still, she's still won, and it's like what? they're like Ibuki's still robbery. She can lose, and yet Capcom still gives her a win. <laughs> <laughs> we posted the story on our website. It was ridiculous. So, oh man, it had to be a decent issue. But shouts to that. Shouts to Netcode. Um, anyway, we better wrap this up, guys. Uh, Steven, thank you so much for joining us. Mm-hmm. But you got to close us out here, man. Uh, give the people what they want. Give them that. Give them a little Dream King here to to play us out.
1: I'm on the spot, and I don't know what to say, but Gil is awesome, and I'm repping Mexico Gil now, so if you see me online, you're going to see those colors, and uh, I'm pretty excited to do that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There it is, y'all. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back with you guys soon. Adios.